Welcome back to Sword Coast Coast to Coast. My name is Cameron Kunzelman. I'm your Dungeon Master. Welcome to episode 14. This is the end of the Dragon Mirror adventure that we've been doing. It's awesome. I think you'll have a really great time. The next adventure that we do is some of the, the best stuff I think we've done so far. So I hope you've really enjoyed what we've done. Uh, like I said at the end of the last episode, there's some interesting stuff that happens here. Some kind of party friction generating stuff. Some kind of objectionable stuff that, that is being role played out. I'm curious to know what you think about it. Uh, I certainly you can hear the reaction around the table, as it were, the digital table. Uh, when it goes on, so so curious to know what you think. The adventures, uh, or the, the I don't know, the uh, podcast, I guess, has been going really great so far, and this is an interesting moment of inflection and reflection for our characters. I'm going to let you get right into it. They're on Coil Island. They're looking for somebody who did some murders, and guess what? We found the person who did the murders. Um, listen to the last three episodes if, if you want to get all the backstory on it, but here we are. I'm letting you get right into it. The next adventure that we did is some of my favorite stuff we've done so far, so this is some great lead-up into that. I hope you enjoy it. And he's currently. Good question. <laughs> you know, he's like it's. It is a language you've never heard of. <laughs> I mean, it sounds oh. like Klingon almost. Um, um wait, let me check my languages you. list. You don't know Klingon. <laughs> but uh, what's he look like? Is he like a like dragon can or? No, he's a human. Just, just a, human like a human guard. Yeah, he's got l- long hair. Um, he just kind of looks like all of the other agents here. Hmm. Hmm. Kylie says, not to sound like a broken record, but can I kill this guy? No. <laughs> no. No, we, we no. have to question him. First of all, sir, what is your name? Um, and so he looks at you and and uh, give me a perception check with disadvantage. Yep. Because of your helmet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I rolled. Uh, I rolled a 17. Nice. The lowest of the two is a 17? Yeah, I rolled a 14 and a 20. Dope. Okay. So uh, you, um, so you, when you question him and you look at him directly, you feel almost as if someone is, is uh, kind of rummaging around in your head for a moment. <gasps> you, you, you know, there's a little bit of a tingle in your brain. Um, and he looks at you and he says, um, and he says it, it's, this isn't perfect common, right? Like immaculately accent common. He says, my name is Garrigo, and I am employed by this establishment. Please let me go. I don't buy that for a second. This seems I mean, to be some kind of psychic beast. It, I feel it probing my mind. Get out of there. Quit probing our minds. Yeah, don't do it. Wait, give me a perception check. Who? <laughs> Wait, what? give me a perception check. Okay, what test? Oh, I just said this is a no probing zone. Yeah, that's, that's what I was laughing at. <laughs> Twenty-two. Okay. Dang. You you feel the exact same tingle as Silver Leaf did. What did I just say? <laughs> you feel it again. Oh. And he actually speaks to you in halfling, Ooh. and he says, "You should let me go." Why are you here? He says, "I'm employed by this establishment." I'm an employee. This isn't common again. He's looking at all of you, kind of. I mean, you can't look at Kylie because he's behind him. But he's looking at all of you. And he says, "I am employed by the the Serpent Operations. I don't understand why you're doing this to me." What's uh? Wag <laughs> wants, wants to ask him one of those like impossible questions that you ask a computer to break it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? A Turing test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, or like uh, like that episode of Star Trek where they have to break that satellite that's an artificial intelligence, so they ask it questions that don't have answers. You'll know what I mean. I'm talking about the liar's paradox. Is that what it is? No, no, I don't. no. You start, you ask it like the square root of one, and yeah, like Kylie says, which door would your brother tell me to take? <laughs> what, yeah, what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? Um, 
I want to I want to know can I can I try and disbelieve I mean sorry we should probably figure out what what this thing says to Weg's questions but can I he has no idea what you're talking about okay <laughs> like, okay. like, like this is just, like Weg is just like saying off a litany of no, literal nonsense and it's as confused as you are like, yeah yeah Weg says he is does as confused a, as you are Weg says does a set of all sets contain itself Ooh, yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he's like I I'm I just work here. I don't know. Can I can um, I disbelieve illusion magic or or try and make an arcana check to understand like what this um, probing is or if this this creature like what 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 is this what is this thing doing? It's sure, not human. Yeah give, yeah, give me an arcana check. Okay, that sounds appropriate. To to just kind of like backtrace what's going on in your head. Yeah, yeah. I rolled a okay. twenty three. Okay, so... Um, Man, our rolls today. I'm hot, oh, baby. What a bummer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, so you kind of... You feel that little tingling sensation again, and, and you take out... You, you kind of reach back behind you into your, uh, in your quiver of bones, and you take out, like, a, a special one. You know, Ooh, it's, yeah. like, yellow. And you poke it right in your, on your noggin. You're like, boink! And you do it. And it creates a, a little bit of feedback. Like you feel it in your head, like almost like static, like, uh, um, you know, like it's harder to think. And you can see it, uh, it, it kind of flinches a little bit, right? Like, it, like it's a feedback loop that's, that's going into its brain. And it kind of flinches a little bit. And you see its skin, even though it's raining, right? It's dark, it's raining, you can only see this person by the the lantern light that's coming out of the towers around you but you see its skin uh lose a little bit of luster look a little mm. bit waxy mm. um can i burn it no no <laughs> no kylie do you have any other solutions no, that was problem? not a that was not a question out loud that was a question to camera uh there's there you would have to we need to get some like, um, some like I don't, bounds I'm on not, your how your firepowers well, work. I guess I should figure that like, out. I don't want to like roll for damage or any. I I just want, I want my hands to be extremely hot. You can do that. I would say. Yeah, like to a point where, like, not that I'm gonna cause a point of damage or not. Sure. But like human skin would like react to it. You know. It would be uncomfortable. Or like you would see like it start to blister or something. You know what I mean? I think a blister would cause HP damage, but I understand what you're okay. saying. Okay, yeah. Um, hands if, which burn, but not burning hands. Yeah, exactly. I, hot, I, hands. <laughs> hot hands. Hot uh, hands. If a creature hands. were made out of wax, for instance, yeah. maybe hot enough to... Yeah. Or, yeah, or if there's know, a coating. I get what you're saying. You, yeah. you do that, and it, he starts yelling, Ah! Ah! I'm being burned! Ah! And... Um, I mean, nothing's happening to the the skin has lost its luster, but that doesn't seem to have any um, that doesn't seem to be affected by heat in any way. Okay, but the was the um, the wizard skin seemed to be affected by heat when I did a similar thing to him, or can I not tell because that was like damage fire? That was damage fire, so it was like burning. Um, yeah, but. Uh, Fire, to your mind, fire and whatever is going on with this skin and that wizard skin don't really have anything to do with one another. Wait. You see what I'm saying? two skins don't have anything to do with each other or fire and the skin? The fire and the skin don't have much okay. to do with Oh, okay. Yeah. I, maybe I'm just getting thrown off by the waxy description. Yeah, that's just the best word for it. It's losing its luster. That's the other way of, of trying but, to But not it. like, it's not deforming as wax would. It's, yeah, it's not melting. It's not doing oh, anything okay. like that. It doesn't, it's not any softer. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, what do we want to do? Uh, I think we should get this person inside, time to a chair, and do like a proper interrogation. Sounds good. Instead of like just holding them out here in the rain and yelling questions at them. Okay. Um, I'm gonna need. So you're, you're gonna you're holding on to this guy and you're gonna like march with him. I guess okay. so. Yeah. Does Does anyone else have rope? 
Yeah, like, everyone has rope of some sort. Okay, because yeah. mine is currently tied to a rock, so <laughs> I was gonna suggest the obvious. Yeah, we okay. all have rope in our in our adventures kit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Kylie, I'm gonna need you to make a uh, uh, athletics check to make sure that in this operation of tying him up, we don't we don't lose him. Yeah. Um, seventeen. You're you're not good. <gasps> I roll a natural twenty. <gasps> so as as you are trying to kind of like renegotiate this guy, you you you're trying to to let his arms go so then that someone can wrap a rope around him. Um, and he gets his arms free. And he who's directly in front of him? It would have to be it would have to be Silverleaf. Yeah, Silverleaf. He hits you right in the face um with one arm and then hits you with the other one and they are much like the uh the wizard these don't look like hands now these look like talons these look like claws um what's your ac um i think it's it's 13 i imagine that silverleaf's helmet just rings like a bell with each hit (laughs) yes yeah exactly (laughs) okay so you get hit two times the first one hits you for uh, eight damage. Okay, and wow. it, this is really it, this would normally be like slashing damage, but because yeah, it's he's he's aiming for the neck and the head, but luckily you got the helmet on, so really he's just hitting you as hard as humanly possible in the head. All right, it's like <laughs> bong, one hit. So the first one hits you for eight, and the second one hits you for six. And when okay. that second one hits you, he actually gets a thumb in the. Uh, in like one of your air holes mm-hmm. and he uh gets his his first hand up again and smashes your head into his hand he's like trying to crush your skull um and he deals an additional one damage to you with that okay so 15 total Ouch. yeah it's a big big Seems- turn and kylie then after that kylie gets his arms back around him and gets him held again and tess is able to get the rope around him <sighs> So he kind of expended a lot of energy trying to trying to at least take one of you out, but luckily you got that helmet on. Not good for seeing and hearing, but uh, great for defending your face. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, if I had to rate myself on a scale of uh, zero to eighteen, I think I would be a one right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you want to take this thing inside? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you do that. Um, you take him uh, into uh, Cagwin's, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, not lair, but... Study. Uh, study. And you're tied to a chair, and he's there. He, he looks like, like I said Cagwin's before... Cagwin's spell hole. Cagwin's study. And <laughs> you, uh, put, you, you put him in the chair, and he's, you know, like I said before, he's got long, dark hair. He's a human. Um, and, oh, is um, he? He's, he looks. He appears to be a human, and he's got his. But he's like lost color in his skin. I mean, to you, Wag, mm-hmm. um, uh, you would you would think this is like a corpse almost, right? It's that level of like oh, okay. loss of liveliness of skin. Okay. I'm not trying to send you down the wrong path around right. that. I'm just saying that that in your mind, that's what you would. Right. It's just like oh man, you yeah. look, he's in a bad way. Yeah, if if he um, if I weren't a hundred percent convinced that he's some kind of evil shapeshifter, <laughs> I, th- I think that he was maybe having some problems. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. I look to Tess and say, "Surely cutting off a finger is permissible." Going right to torture him. Huh? Okay. No, yeah, I, I'm I just want to see. That. I want to see what happens to the finger when it's cut off. Well, if it's for science. What I, the fuck is I, wrong with you what? people? <laughs> I mean, he just Wig, did... What would, what would uh, your god say? Sorry? Wig, Wig let me cut off some say? dude's arm. Well, well my, uh, uh, my god is concerned with the dead, and this, this creature is clearly still living, so... I don't clearly. think I have any say in it. I'm not into it. I'm not into it. No. Well, let's 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 talk. Let's ask him some things before we start cutting fingers off. Yeah. What do you want to ask him, Mike? 
Um, I, I I look at him, and and say, "All right, clearly, we all know what is going on here. There is no point in you continuing your ruse." What is going have... on here, young priest? Well, first of all, I'm a cleric, but thank you. Uh, little father. <laughs> um, little father? Yeah, that's what I said. Padrell. You just swiped at my friend with talon-like hands that you do not have currently. How can you explain that? He does have them currently. Does he have them still? Uh, you look and it just looks like normal human hands now. He oh, says, okay. uh, so he says, and your friend wants to cut me apart. So that's why I tried to smash his head apart. In fairness, you did start it. I don't know what you're talking about. Why did you run from the room? Well, do you see what's going on right now? You're unhinged. Burning me and threatening to cut me? I know, I know what adventurers do. What do we do? This. Torture. <laughs> Torture. Murder, 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 vagrantism. Um, He's saying all the stuff. Um, <laughs> Kylie, hmm. I think you could, uh, maybe, maybe you should talk with this person in an intimidating manner. Uh, okay. I, I guess I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, what would you, what are you going to do to him if he doesn't, if it, it if it doesn't tell us? What we want to know. Wait, I, uh, I'm going to cut a finger off. Give me an intimidation check. And I'll, I'll roll against it. Three. Damn it. <laughs> uh, he, he can't Michael, I'm not great at intimidation. There's a reason I wasn't are, doing it. Are you standing in front of him or behind him now, Kylie? Um, behind him. That's why okay. it's so bad of a roll. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he he uh, looks and he says, "I can't even see this supposed <laughs> bad boy." Kylie, Kylie makes a like off. a yeah. He makes like a like a like a like a thumb going across his neck motion, but like the guy came. <laughs> He's just signaling to us to be like, "Hey, can I do this already?" No, uh, no, I okay. I do it. Oh no! <laughs> if um, the threat doesn't work, fall through. I cut off one okay. of his pinky fingers. So Kylie bends down, I guess, and just cuts off it, just tortures this dude, going down a path that can never be gone, get returned from. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm not torturing him. He does I not. Mean, he does. The scream. object isn't to get answers. I think that still counts as torture. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah, if you tie someone to a chair and start cutting on them, it's torture no matter what. Torture, though. yeah. Um, uh, he does not react nothing give me a perception check um 13 i'm sorry what 13 uh you have a human finger in your hand it is like blood coming out yeah i cauterize the wound <laughs> okay um, you try to do that, and it actually doesn't work. You you bring your fire hands, you know, up to it, and you try to dial it in, but it seems like uh, the wound is resistant to being cauterized. Hmm. He's just bleeding. He's just free bleeding in this chair. I say he, he is looking directly at Wag, and he just has not reacted at all. No, he's looking at you. You can tell he's in pain. He's grimacing a little bit, but he's not screaming or anything like that. And he says, "Okay." This is what you would allow to happen, tiny father. Um, An innocent uh, man, such <laughs> as myself. Uh, I uh, Weg reaches into the arm of his cloak and produces one dirty apple. <laughs> Where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm having wrapped. Uh, do you, you want to explain what the dirty apple is? So, um, <laughs> during the festivities, during the uh, grass fest, uh, green grass, during yeah, green grass. yeah, during green grass, the green grass festivities, Weg partook in an a uh, apple bobbing contest, and 
the the water was so disgusting from his head after he was done that they just gave him the apples because mm-hmm. uh, they were obviously unfit for use by anybody else. Um, so Ed, the, yes, thank you. Uh, so Wegg now has a wondrous item called Dirty Apple, and uh, I can use this apple to gain plus one to persuasion by either telling the story of how I won the apple or threatening to make a person eat the apple. <laughs> <laughs> thank thank you, Cameron, for this incredible item. You're welcome. Yeah, I couldn't mechanically make it work, but you can use it for persuasion or intimidation. That's the other, the threatening oh, to eat okay. the apple. But I couldn't make it do only one at a time, so. Right. So, um, yeah. And so... Uh, so I hold up this apple that is, um, and, and it, that, yeah, it looks obviously bad and show it to the, uh, show it to our friend here and say, now this apple, and I just kind of slowly turn it in my hand as I'm, as I'm talking, um, this apple was left in a vat of water for who knows how many hours before I came into possession of it and since then it has been resting soundly in the crook of my arm inside this cloak (laughs) it has been oh my goodness several weeks if not a full month and friend let me tell you the fact that it still even resembles an apple is a miracle unto itself. <laughs> Would you describe it as ripe? <laughs> uh, yes, it it is, in every sense of the word, beyond ripe. <laughs> now, friend, you have... I apologize for my uh, cohort's brutalness. He is rather hot-headed, as you can tell, but you have an easy choice to make for how you want this situation to go. You can either come clean with us about what is happening, or you and this apple. And Wegg just doesn't, he doesn't need to finish that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are you going to make him eat the apple? Yeah. He he calls your bluff. I'm not going to roll, but he calls your bluff. Yeah. And you take that apple and you just, you start inching it toward him. Yeah. Inching it toward his mouth. And as soon as it touches his lips, his eyes go wide. And Silverleaf, uh, remember that kind of like static y kind of feeling you got before? Yeah. That comes back in your head. And Wegg, you have the same feeling in your head. Um, it's almost like if there was a psychic connection there that has been broken just through sheer trauma. <laughs> and uh, what sits before you looks like a like dried up elf that's basically the best way of describing it oh no this is no longer a human doesn't look like a human but yeah it's it's kind of like a dried up elf that um i don't know just looks like it has been through thousands of years of trauma Um, what happened to the finger it's still in your hand yeah is it still a human finger Still a human finger. Is the dried up elf missing a finger? Uh, yeah. He is. Okay. Spooky. He looks like that. He's got gray mottled skin that kind of like tends to bluish. Um, really gaunt features. Uh, kind of a waxy skin uh, color. Uh, or, or skin, um, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, gosh. What's that called? Like luster to it? Mm-hmm. Texture. Uh, Pallor. Texture. There we go. Yeah, thank you. It's a thank matte you. finish? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Closer to matte than whatever like human skin or humanoid skin would be like. Live skin. And uh, yeah, that's what you see in front of you. What in Oroglin's name is this? Kylie says, I think this is our friend from the tower. Okay. Are you um, our friend from the tower? 
and he speaks into your brain this time. He's not even trying to speak common anymore. You're just getting direct messages into your mind. And he says, you know nothing of the tower? And he says, uh, he says, you can kill me here, but you won't, you will not stop Velrock. Who is Velrock? Says my, my ally. Who are you? Says my name is, uh, Garago. Like um, I said before. Wait, was Velrock one of the names that we heard on the tower? This is not necessarily asking Cameron, but I don't think anybody remembers. I don't remember. No, I'm sorry. Is this... Hmm. He did uh, just give us permission good... to kill him. That's true. Does Detect Good and Evil... Uh... It's like Celestial and Infernal. Right. So, yeah. like, this guy's not dead, right? He just looks real yeah, screwed he, up. He is not dead. Okay. Like, where you, do you... you know the dead, and he's not dead. Okay. Um, Weg asks him where he, where he comes from. How'd he get here? He says, um... Hmm. The, uh... He says, uh, We are from another world. Hmm. You, you have already seen the beginnings. You will not live to see the end. Wegg looks to the rest of the party and says, Well, I'm out of ideas. We gotta stop him. Joke's on you, motherfucker. I'm immortal. <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was his his ally's name? Velrock. Velrock? Mm-hmm. Where where is Velrock? And he he is going silent here. He's just not answering questions anymore. Yeah, he's just looking at you. I mean, he I, you can tell he kind of thinks the writing's on the wall here. Does he right. have any um uh Silverleaf wants Silverleaf searches his his person to see if he has any any personal effects on him. Okay. Um so you kind of give him the pat down here. I mean, he's still wearing all the same clothing and everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was not illusory. Um and so uh you give him the pat down. Uh, what you come up with are is a bag of coins. Nice. You come up with uh, nice. sixty nine coins in there. Oh my god! Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, uh, you uh, find a dagger. It's like in uh, in the um, like the chest piece of, of his armor, um, and you find a, a small bottle. It's like a, a small flask. It's maybe a little bit bigger than your Mastika coffee flask, Weg. Okay. Um, and it is uh, looks like to be like a, a a dark, like a very almost black uh, liqueur. Hmm. I'm taking that. Hmm. Okay. Is it and, Iker? Is it like no. the Iker? Okay. No, it is not. Oh it's right, not. good call. This looks like a, a like an alcohol of some sort. Um, may, this might be surprising, but I don't think Kylie doesn't want to kill this guy. Okay. Mold breaker. What, what do you want to do with him? I want to put hey. him in a box and put him on one of these ships. And uh, so, relief. Will you uh, will you give me a uh, history check real quick? Yeah, you got it. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I rolled a uh, a twenty-two. Okay. Um, so you you uh, everyone sees Silverleaf kind of pull this um, pull this like bottle out, and it's like pretty big, but not not super big. And uh, he pulls it out, and you see him kind of investigate and kind of look at it really closely, and, look, and turn it upside down and look at the bottom of the bottle to like read if there's anything on the bottom. And he grabs the lid and kind of or the cork and pops it out, and then takes a little sip, and then he puts it back on. and He says. This is, this is Bogbrook water. Hmm. Um, and so you recognize Silver Silverleaf. You recognize this. This is a famous alcohol. Oh. Okay. It, it is a black wine known as Utter Dark. Most people would call it Utter Dark, uh, or sometimes known as Bogbrook water. And this is from a, um, a specifically Cormirian, uh, <laughs> or it's a Cormirian alcohol from a place called Bogbrook. It is 
well, well known. Like, like people know the name of it. Right. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, it's like, it's like a famous vintage that's mm-hmm. only produced here. Um, and, and it's, it's a little bit odd for this to be on this guy. Like at mm. a distillery? Like, yeah. The special, yeah, okay. Yeah, like you got to get yeah. on a boat and go to a monastery. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. are we thinking that this guy is is this this guy's body, or did the soldier, ex, did the guard, whatever, exist beforehand? Oh, like like is this a guard that's been turned into this thing? Hmm. Yeah. Is that what the Y is indicating? That this guy is actually from our realm? Hmm. I think it's I think it's more likely that uh this thing killed a guard and took his clothes so that he could blend in. Because the clothes aren't illusory, right? No. No, they're they are a normal person's clothes. This is someone's clothes. I mean this still this is still like a Hmm. Well so are you Kagwin, what can you tell us about this uh, this this bog brook water? Also, this guard. Do you pay these guys enough to afford <laughs> this? Um, oh, that's a great question. So Kagwin says, "I is that bog brook water?" Indeed. He says, um, "I I can't even afford bog brook water. I don't. Where did you get that?" He, he looks at the the creature, and it's unclear. Um, it's unclear that if the illusion is broken for Cagwin or not. I'm mm-hmm. going to say it's not. I'm going to say mm. it's only broken for you. Um, so he says, I don't know. No, we, we, we raid, bo- uh, I mean, we trade with people all up <laughs> trade, and down not raid. the coast. Uh, and, Can't spell uh, trade without raid. <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> uh, They're not says, literate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he says, um, he says, no, uh, you know th- that's that's rare indeed. In fact, I would I would love to have a little nip of that um, whenever whenever we've got a moment. But but no, <laughs> was, he shouldn't have that. Was Kagwin and the captain here for the whole thing? Yeah. So they what, what was their reaction to the finger cutting off? They didn't care for it. These are not people who are squeamish about cutting fingers off to begin with. So okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, hmm. I mean, every, yeah. Every pirate has at least seen someone's finger get cut off before. Yeah, I think that's like a requirement to being a pirate. Sometimes yeah. a whole hand, and sometimes that hand gets replaced with a hook. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, should what do you what do y'all think? This is like a this is a clue, leading to. <laughs> I, I agree. This is a clue. Right. It's not like a. It's not just a possession. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Personal effect. I, yeah, Tess, what do you if, yeah. I was just going to say, considering it is a good that is extremely localized, I assume we're heading there next. I would also think that. I was thinking we would head back to the tower. To the wizard tower? Tower yeah. of Opalon. It's completely destroyed, made... Kylie. Yeah, you burned it to the ground. Yeah. No, it's it's still standing. No, I did not. But the, the top floor is like basically destroyed beyond any any usefulness oh, yeah but right. this guy just said that we don't know that we know nothing of the tower which seems to imply the that tower like, is very vague what we said are you the guy from the tower and he said you know nothing of the tower <laughs> like <laughs> hmm. I, hmm. I do not think that is definitive I, I will say, as Silverleaf is saying because Silverleaf went back and did like a little bit more recon, that tower is is uh, messed up. Yeah, I, it, I it trust is. Uh, it's messed up. There are some messed up things in there. We should not go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Silverleaf had a, had a time in yeah. the tower. I mean, I I trust Silverleaf, but that was Kawi's initial impression. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get I get where you're at with that. Where do you want to um, do with this guy? Well, I just because uh, we got to wrap up a little bit here. Yeah. Um. Well, Wegg. I want Wegg to put him in a box. Yeah, Kylie wants to put him in a box, and Wegg turns to uh, the captain and um, Tennille and says, uh, <laughs> "How would y'all like some unconventional cargo?" 
So, uh, uh, for for what cost? And to where? Hmm. We could. Ch- <laughs> we could. Uh, <laughs> we could. Uh, Baldur's we Gate. Could, no, we could send him Jimothy Ironbow. Yeah, no, we could send him to Jimothy Ironbow. <laughs> Are are you proposing we just let loose a like weird shapeshifter illusory dark sun elf on fucking Baldur's Gate? They already have a doppelganger problem. That's true. <laughs> is this? But not- yes, that is exactly what I'm proposing. Maybe. No, uh... this is this is not a doppelganger. I just like the idea of Jim the Ironbow being really excited about getting a big package, <laughs> getting a big surprise box, and opening it, and then this thing popping out of it. It just sounds fun. Just, that's, that just sounds like a real Wait, fun Wag stinger just, at the end of this episode. Wag just wants Jim the Ironbow dead, you know? <laughs> no, I just want—I don't want him dead. I just want him owned. <laughs> Isn't death the ultimate ownage? <laughs> you know, it makes you think. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Where are we gonna send this guy? I well, I don't know. I think, I think we should. Uh, I think we should kill him. I thought you were against killing him. I'm not. I'm against murder. <laughs> <laughs> but I am not against the destruction of clearly eldritch uh, and arcane wizard-like entities. Wait, is the orc a wizard? Um, the orc has many uh, magical ways about it. Yes, it's terrifying. So we cannot. So Kylie, do you do you still want to put this guy in a box and send him, mail him off to Abu Dhabi or uh... Baldur's Gate? Yeah, <laughs> or do you want to? Do you just want to kill him? I I want to put him in a box, but um, listen. He like Kylie takes a step back and says, "Silverleaf, if you want to kill him, go right ahead." For what it's worth, the like, the I forgot is Cagwin. Uh, still does not know Thurin Elf. That's like, true. We should probably explain this. We're just <laughs> like it would just be like straight up murder of one of his guards for questionable reasons. Yeah. The, the, the like Kylie is thinking is Kylie doesn't think that Silverleaf is going to kill him. Kylie thinks that if Silverleaf wants him dead, he wants Kylie to kill him. Mm. Yeah, that I mean that it's that's that's accurate. And Kylie's not going to do that. No, if Silverleaf wants to kill him, Silverleaf can kill him. Okay, I well, <laughs> well, I guess staying alive. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> listen, this is a team, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We gotta uh, make decisions together. I'm the brains. You're the you're the throat slitter. Uh, okay. Uh, it breaks its bonds. Oh God. It's it is now standing up. I cut off its arms. <laughs> uh, you can make an attack roll against one arm. Okay. Um, my attack roll is covered in fire. The my sword is covered in fire. What? No, I don't think it is. No, <laughs> it, it might is. visually do that, but I don't. I don't make no, it a check roll. It, I, Cameron. It's oh, one I of see. My things. I see. Okay, okay. So yeah, you yes. actually see uh, Kylie um, draw his sword, and it is on fire. That is actually true. Yeah, um, it is on green fire. Okay. Ooh, oh, green okay. flame. Um, and unfortunately, <laughs> um, I do have to let you know that it is only a twelve. Okay, so uh, this creature turns around. Hold on. It uh, it turns around. It knows Kylie is behind it, and it kind of turns its head really quickly. And you can, you know, there's psychic stuff going on here. You're kind of unclear. And um, Kylie swings at it and absolutely misses. Um, and uh, in fact, in response, uh, it whips its left hand around. It kind of spins all the way around. Um, it makes a slashing attack with its claws on Kylie. Kylie, what is your AC? 17. Uh, and hits Kylie and uh, hits for um, uh, four. 
And as it's as the claws are dragging across your chest, Kylie, he actually like clinches its fist, and you take an additional uh, 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 ten damage. Oh my god! <laughs> damage. All right. Yeah. Well, Kylie's dead. Uh, no. No. <laughs> but hurt. Yeah. Um, that, that wasn't good. Okay, so it's going to try to push its way past. Um, I, uh, who is between this creature and the door? Me. I am. Too. Okay. I mean, I'm definitely cool. there. All right, so it's it's making a... Uh, it's just going to try to run past you both, so you both get an attack of opportunity here. Um, do you want to just try to attack it? What do you want to try to do? Can I magic missile it? Sure. Okay. Let me gather up my... my you want to try to grab it or anything? No, no, I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm probably gonna like back out of the way and just like blast it. I don't okay. think I can take more damage than I have already taken. Alrighty. Um, let's see. Twelve damage. Uh, all right. So you, from very close range, you see uh, Silverleaf shoot out of out of one of his rods, a magic missile, and. Uh, Hits this thing square in the chest, and it just keeps keeps on running. Tess, what do you want to do here? Could I try doing, like, a trip attack? Sure. Or something? You can try to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to try to, like, grapple it, or you just want to try to knock it knock it prone? I want to try and just knock it prone. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me an attack, then, with advantage. Oh, okay. We'll just say you're just trying to sweep the leg. Good thing. I had advantage because at first I rolled a three and then I rolled a natural twenty. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, yeah. So, so Silverleaf kind of steps back and, and, and shoots, and then Chess, kind of thinking in in a roguish way about how to gain the best advantage, kind of kicks kicks the feet out from under uh, uh, out from under Garago. It hits the the floor, hits the stone floor, kind of smashing its head into the into the ground. It, it's not able to catch itself. And then Cagwin jumps on top of it, kind of gets its arms again. Um, See, so you've got it restrained, and now it's actually knocked out. Yay! Right. Yay. <laughs> what did cool. you call this thing? Garago? Yeah, that's Garago. his name. That's the name it said before. All right, well, let's put it in a box, and then... <laughs> uh, Ship it to Jim and the Iron Bob. Yeah, so, yes. yeah, so you're putting Are... it in a box, but what do you want to do with it, for real? No, I... That's... What I wanted to do. I, I really wanted to send it to Jimothy Ironbow. No. Um, not necessarily. I, I wanted to send it to somewhere. Jimothy Ironbow like, seems as good as any, but like, tell him okay. not to open it. Why Why are we doing this? Yeah. Why do you want to do this? Yeah. Because I think that having this thing alive might be valuable in the future. So you want to this, imprison like, it. This just seems like a recipe for it to escape and come back and haunt us later. Like, yeah. it it has weird, like, psychic powers. It can illusion itself. Green Anne is also horrible. I wasn't there for that. <laughs> I know, but I'm looking at the other two. I, it did kill that gnome. It tore a hole in a boat. It's going to make short work of a crate. Oh, uh, that's a good point. Like, I do not think we can reasonably, like, unless we are directly accompanying it, I don't think we can expect it to arrive anywhere safely. It literally tore open its bonds while sitting here and tore the paneling off of the ship by hand. So you as we're having this conversation, uh, Cagwin says, well, we can imprison it. Imprison just it. looking for a prison. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have a facility capable of containing this beast. And he, like, gestures and he goes, I don't know if you've seen my island. <laughs> but yeah, we could, we could probably do this. I, uh, I've, I've been imagining this as sort of like Shang Tsung's island from the Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, it's like a smaller version of Shang Tsung's island, basically, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Without a, without a birch forest on it. Sure. Stay um, over there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm. I feel uh, well. Yes, you should imprison it. But here's what you can expect: the thing that you imprisoned, you're gonna come back and find somebody else imprisoned that is not look like the creature right now. It's gonna look like a small child, or it's gonna look like like a cardboard box that has the orange painted on the side of it, or something. I don't know. 
And the, it'll the look po- like Billy. Yeah, exactly. It'll look like it'll look like a cute rabbit. And no matter what you do, you cannot let this. Th- Once you like, put this thing in a cell. Do not let it out. Do not open the cell unless we come back for it. Okay. He says, "I won't." Okay. It also has weird mind control powers, right, or something. So maybe on top of that, don't send anyone with the key near it. Okay. Okay. Great. It's going to escape anyways, but whatever. <laughs> we'll take care of it. I'll wear a I'll wear a powerful helmet like that guy. And he points at Silverleaf and says, "That that probably protects you, right?" Yeah. It's, yes, like Magneto. Yeah, exactly. Magno who? <laughs> Magnets. I, I, um, we don't have those. Get out test, of my head, Charles. Like, <laughs> test, you can kill it if you want. Look. I don't necessarily want to kill it. I'm just saying, like, be aware of the risks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kyrie's not going to die, so... So you want to... Um, so you're going to hand uh, Garago over to Cagwin here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're going to go... You're going to wait for the boat to get repaired, and then you're mm-hmm. going to go to um, the the town that we were talking about? We're going about. to wine country. Yeah. yeah. Bogbrook. <laughs> Bogbrook. And I want to say that I'm... I, how does it sound that we pay for the repair of the boat and the extra passage with the Bogbrook water? Mm, it, it's not that valuable. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah. It's it's valuable, but it's not. It, it would do... Um, we could figure it out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You might want to hang on to that Bogbrook water. Oh, okay. I'll hold on to it then. My precious. <laughs> My precious. <laughs> <laughs> That's my precious. All right, so uh, so you all do this. You kind of escort Garago into the cell that they've prepared for it. They do that pretty quickly. They already have an imprisoning kind of apparatus here, but they've taken uh, not just there's not just bars, but they've taken some big shipping crates and stacked them up against it to really insulate the side. The other side is just a um, you know a sheer cliff. You know, and, and in fact, the uh, the prison cell hangs out over the cliff, so you couldn't like tunnel in from the bottom. They've really thought about prisons here on this island. So yeah, so that happens in Cagwin. Um, you and and Cagwin and um, the captain sit down to kind of make a deal and figure out how this is this goes, and you wait for the ship to be repaired. Wedge wants to um, take care of that gnome fellow that was killed. Okay, is there? Um, how how dense is this? Is like a big rock in the ocean, right? So I, it, yeah, I don't know how much of a grave I can really dig here. Maybe you can well, build a cairn. It, yeah, that would probably. It, it seems like probably sky burial or a cairn, anything like that. We could yeah. do a sea burial. They were a sailor. That's, oh yeah, that's true. true. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, Weg asks uh, the captain of our ship. Uh, what her name is, and then if she has a spare crate that he can repurpose. She said, I'm so glad you asked. Because I don't have this up right now. <laughs> says, I'm so, I'm so glad you asked, because my name is uh, Captain Belinda. Captain and, Belinda. Oh, oh, the wow. one that the songs are about. And, uh, and uh yeah and so she gives you a crate and um the next day everyone stands together on top of this 300 foot cliff and um you know the storm's still going it's light out so you can actually see a little bit better but the storm's still going everyone's wearing kind of some somber clothes getting rained on um cagwin comes captain belinda comes uh all the rest of the sailors come and you all watch Weg trying to do some preparatory work, and then um, everyone picks up this crate and kind of hucks it over the the uh, side of the cliff, where it tumbles down and splashes into the water, disappearing into the sea foam below. R.I.P. To and a that's real the end. one. To a real one. Indeed. <laughs> So, 
so the party is going to Bogbrook. Yeah, as you can uh, hear in the show, once Kylie does a little bit of that uh, old finger-cutting torture, there's a little bit of unhappiness around the table uh, about that. Um, but but uh, so there's there's conversation about that. There's things that's going on that unclear if Kylie is coming back from this in a, a kind of conceptual way. Um, I think you'll really enjoy the next episode that we have coming up, which is just a conversation about what happened here between Silverleaf and Kylie. Um, Michael, who plays Silverleaf, and James, who plays Kylie, reached out to me and they said, hey, we want to have this kind of in-character conversation about what's going on here. So that's going to be our next episode. It'll be about a half hour, be kind of a short mini-sode, I guess. And then the party's going to head to Bogbrook. Interesting stuff goes down there. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I think it's some of the best stuff we have done so far. Remember to keep considering the ant. If you like what we're doing here, you can follow us on Twitter at RangedTouch. You can go to RangedTouch.com to see the rest of our shows. And if you really like this, you can go down to the description below this episode, wherever you're listening to it, and you can support us on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. That actually helps us significantly keep things going. We are hosting a lot of shows at this point. The money, I promise, goes to interesting places. Um, we're going to have a new show coming out very soon. I think you'll like it. It's kind of a, a conceptual continuation of Mages and Murder Dads called Too Much Future. That's me and Michael Lutz talking about the Fallout games. So if you find that interesting, come and check that out probably in the next couple weeks. I think you'll really like it. Anyway, see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening.